This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's uh, let's drop the bit. Russell Wilson has a hamstring injury. He's got a shoulder injury. He uh, once upon a time, not too very long ago, had a finger injury, and uh, he went. He came back pretty quick from that. He was told uh, it was one of the worst finger injuries of of all time that his uh, surgeon, in particular, had ever seen. Um, and he was given what a four to six week return or a six to eight week return, something like it that. Was definitely and he was six like, to eight weeks, and I think it should have been eight weeks, really. Yeah, and but he said no. I'm gonna cut that in half. You can't tell me what to do. I'm gonna come back faster and stronger, mm-hmm. and because mm-hmm. no time to sleep and nano bubbles, uh, and it didn't uh, work out for him particularly well. I'm just going to say it. I uh, I don't think that he should be playing right now. I really don't. Especially after hearing the tweet that it is a real injury. And there is real pain. That sounds like something that he should not be playing through, especially when his team is two and four. Because the worst thing that you can do at this point is make it worse. Continue to diminish his health, his long-term health as a football player. And then you go into next year and he's still beat up. I think if you're the Broncos, you have to take this time now while it sucks and the fan base is going to hate it and all that stuff. And you're going to look like big dummies for making the trade and all that. You've made a long-term commitment to him. You got to get him as healthy as possible for the future. Because if you just drive him into the ground, that's not going to help anyone. It's not going to help anyone at the end of the day. So, um, and obviously, you know, we would prefer that they shut him down because, like, well, who knows? Well, would we? <laughs> maybe, maybe would Brett, we? maybe Brett Rippon is is a better option for the Broncos' offense right now, considering how things are going. I mean, when I you mean, put up thirteen passing yards in the in an entire second half, and the and ha- and uh, overtime. I mean, there isn't really much worse you can do than that. He was so. three for eleven in the second half and overtime. 
15 yeah. passing yards. Yeah. Or that might have included a two-yard rush for that. But, like, I mean, to me it's sad because I don't think he should be playing. Even in that game, he couldn't drive the football. Like, the, the broadcast narrative was desperate for him to be good, and I understand that. But in that first half, the Chargers just started blowing coverages to the extent that their star, you know, highly paid corner JC Jackson gets mm -hmm. benched. And, like, Troy and uh, whoever it is, you know, the other guy, Joe. Mm -hmm. um, Joseph. They, Joseph, yes. They, they're like, oh, here we go. It's Russell, baby. He's out the pocket. This is great. Just move him out the pocket. It's so easy. You know, to, well, just, do, just do more of this. And, yeah. and it's like they blew a coverage abysmally, and he's underthrown it. And, okay, he can step up in the pocket, but a ball comes out wobbly. And you're like, hmm. Then he's rolling right, and he hits his receipt where, again, kind of a bust from the Chargers because their their contain rush did not work and and they didn't keep him in the pocket and he takes all of his you know strength to zip that in there to the receiver working back to him and he gets it in there and Judy takes it off up the sideline but oh my word like in the second half and even in that in the first half he's trying to drive the football and the ball is wobbling like the shot whatever because mm. when it was the shoulder, I was like, oh, it'll be the left shoulder then. Because if it's the right shoulder, how do you go out and play quarterback? <laughs> like, that feels yeah. important. And yet he's out there playing quarterback. What? And at a certain point, the, 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 the real problem in Denver, it's kind of dangerous really, is the head coach in Hackett doesn't want to get fired, right? And so as soon as he mm. benches Russell Wilson, he'll probably be like, well, I'm getting fired. I have to make it work with Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is like probably one, he's very competitive, but also, you know, if I sit on the bench, is Brett, <laughs> is Brett Rippian, Ripian going to be better than me? Like, because right. right now, I feel so bad for the Broncos defense. Offense, league worst, 1.2 touchdowns scored per game. Defense, league best, one touchdowns allowed per game. Like, what on yeah. earth? Can you imagine? And, 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 and listen to this. Mike Sando of The Athletic tweeted out. Broncos offensive points per game by starting quarterback since 2000, minimum of three starts. So the leader of that is Peyton Manning, Russ's idol with 57 games, offensive points per game, 28.42, which considering how he fell off at the end is pretty impressive that he managed yeah. to. Anyway, Russ is bottom of that list. Six games, 14.83 points per game, below guys like Paxton Lynch, Joe Flacco, Brandon Allen, Tim Tebow, Brock Osweiler, Trevor Simeon, Kyle Orton, Case Keenum, even Drew Locke, who is sitting kind of middle, slightly can, like... Can you say that list again for me, third. Manny? You, say you'd, that you'd list like, again for me, Manny. You'd like to, you'd like to hear the names mm -hmm. below? Mm -hmm. Okay. He's below... Jay Cutler, Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum, Carl Orton, Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler, Tim Tebow, Brandon Allen, Joe Flacco, Paxton Lynch. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. And the Broncos were 17 to 1, according to Action Network, to win the <laughs> Super Bowl before the season started. They are now 90 to 1. And I mean, yeah. if you're betting that, you're a lunatic. Yeah, uh, this isn't going to get better, especially with him dealing with the injuries. Now, you know, going back to the Hackett discussion, I mean, couldn't Hackett flip this and use this to his advantage where he's like, well, you can't fire me because I was dealing with an injured Russ the whole time and we weren't yeah. at full strength. 
right? But then the like, question is like, well, it's interesting as well because they've got this new ownership group, and it's like they he was just like, yeah, no, we'll extend Russ before the season, and now it's where do they where do they take it now? Do they do they get aggressive and fire their head coach? Are they laissez faire? Are they still working out football and they kind of just leave it? Uh, that will be, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just it's such a mess. It's such a mess. <laughs> yeah, and now they're going to go up against the Jets defense that has been really good. Just shut down uh, a, re- a significantly regressed Packers offense that is performing. I mean, a little bit better than the Broncos offense, but not that great. Uh, I just I don't think that this week is going to go particularly well for them. And then what? They're two and five at that point. Um, they have the seventh worst record in football right now, which means the Seahawks are currently slated to have the seventh pick in the draft. Um, and so I think if it continues to snowball, you gotta, you gotta think about benching about shutting him down. This is the thing, you know, I wrote about this last year when he was dealing with the finger injury that, you know, when the Seahawks were whatever they were like three and eight, it's kind of a lost cause this season. Just shut him down, you know, don't make it worse. And Gino was that season like okay, it was against the Jags, but Gino was showing promising signs. Like to mm-hmm. to his credit, Griff was like in on Gino from that little stretch because there was the process which then continued into the preseason. And Russ just came back way too soon. Now here, I, I do think he should. It's not working. <laughs> like stop, get healthy. The the is that's what's really sad about it because like. Again, you know, I said against the Colts, they should go off against the Colts. They're running the Gus Bradley style defense. There'll be middle field closed opportunities. And he's just flat out like missing like stuff that it used to be his bread and butter. And he's just missing it. And it's like, okay, so is that the shoulder? Is that just being off? It's probably a bit of both. Then this game, like how he he missed that middle, uh, you know, man coverage. He like forced it to the wrong side. He didn't read the concept out as designed when... They, they could have had a touchdown. This game, he's like missing all of the protection stuff, which in Seattle, in his last season particularly, he, he's like not um, executing the pass protection scheme properly. He's not throwing hot. He's not resetting the protection. He's not identifying that there's a, a pressure coming to the, to the uh, you know, man side of the pass pro where, or, or even identifying that they're outnumbering one side of the pass pro. It's like, he's just not playing good quarterback at all in, in the sense that, it's not even like because they're like okay he's missing throws but also he's flat out um not executing the mental side of the quarterback and and that what happens there is time of possession they were the defense was on the field for 38 over 38 minutes compared to the offense being on the field for 28 minutes does that sound familiar and Denver's yeah. offense went four for 14 on third down and they're two and four and you know at a certain point, ever you know whatever he's doing there, he should get a a head coaching gig if he wants it because their defense is playing lights out. Yeah, they've got talent, but and yeah, you know they're familiar with this kind of uh, offshoot of a Fangio scheme. But he has them playing hard every week. They're ferocious. They're like a le- legitimately, especially with all these circumstances, elite defense. As I said about you know them allowing one to touchdown a game, basically, which is really really impressive stuff, especially in this yeah. era. And yet, whew, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you have to, especially with like a player like Russ, who's obviously really wants to play, you got to take it out of his hands, I think, because it's just not like damage limitation. 
the Jets are gonna, yeah. Yeah, and, well, and, and now and I he's obviously better than this. Like I was saying, mm. I was saying after the Colts game, I think this is his low. Like this is it can't get much worse than this. But you know, with the injuries, like with the playing through it, with the not you know sitting out, with the the locker room stuff, which you know that's going to get that will get difficult because you you come up at the podium and you're positive and Russ's way, and you know he's less familiar with these new teammates and he's positive after the offense just sucks, right? They just suck. And yet, you know, the defense playing lights out, as I've said, that will, you can't just keep doing that. It's not, it's not gonna, it's not not sustainable. sustainable. And and the dude earns, you know, obviously so much more money. Like it's just, and, and, you know, Justin Simmons after the game, we all know what the definition of insanity is. We can't keep doing the same thing week in, week out and think things are going to change. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well and you know it's it's starting to rub teammates the wrong way like they're actually and they're being you know uh vocal about it too like i don't know if you saw melvin gordon's uh twitter but he was like liking tweets about the broncos should trade him and all this stuff like it's uh it's getting rough there it's getting rough there guys are growing growing tired of it and i think you know for them to just kind of salvage the relationship uh, and just kind of salvage, you know, the long-term uh, goal here. They need to stop the bleeding. And I think the only way to do that is by just admitting Russ is hurt. He needs to take a step back here, heal up, and we got to reset. Because then you can at least, you know, turn it in, in, like I said, you know, with Hackett that, look, we've been dealing with Russ being hurt and all that. You know, we're just not fully healthy plus you know garrett Bowles is hurt so that's made things worse as well on, on the left side like you know so the um you know tim patrick obviously uh had his season ended before it even got going um you know they've had injuries they've had a lot of these things so they can you know they can flip it into not necessarily a positive sense but uh, I feel like there is a way here there is a path here for them to kind of just reset and get things back on track for next year before this thing gets really out of control. But if he continues to play and continues to play like this, and I think as long as he's dealing with injuries, he is going to continue to play like this. And the offense is going to continue to struggle unless they completely reinvent themselves and suddenly find a run game. Um, It's just like, it could get really, really bad, like really, really ugly there. And also, you know, if you're talking about like trying to recruit free agents and, and improve this team next year, who wants to join this situation? Mm. You know, who's watching from the outside, especially with all the national attention that this is getting right now? And uh, who who wants to actually sign up for this thing? Well, and Hackett's Hackett's uh, play calling down the stretch of that last game, like one okay, positive wise, they found that shotgun running is a good idea, especially with a quarterback like Russ, and they sprinkled in a bit of zone read, and Latavius Murray looked looked good right but Hackett looked terrified of it was like um it was like uh Shanahan sometimes with Jimmy G when he's doesn't pass for no reason it was like screens it was like oh my goodness we can't just drop back here it was like it was like we're only going to pass when we absolutely like actually drop back to pass when we absolutely have to which was like third and long third and medium like (laughs) man (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, I I just 
I, <laughs> I don't know what more to say. <laughs> They're 29th in EPA per drive, 30th in success rate, 31st mm. in points per game, 31st in points per drive. They, they <sighs> I don't know how, like, and again. Wait, there's someone just, that's worse in points per drive? Who? I have no idea. That's, that would be, uh, yeah, that would be interesting to, to know. It that. has to be like the Panthers or someone like that, right? Like, you'd, Oh, yeah, you'd yeah, think. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, and, and interestingly, you know, Baker Mayfield, Russ, like, what issues are they having? Well, <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of look like the same player. Like, <laughs> Oh, oh, no, Maddie. Oh, no, Maddie. <laughs> well, like, Baker plays like Russ, but without the athleticism, and that he thinks yeah. he's Russell. And now, <laughs> Russell, like, uh, anyway. Russell doesn't really have the athleticism anymore. And you have, like, Golden Tate tweeting out, like, uh, Oh, yeah. Correct me if I'm oh. wrong, but the uh, the kid McManus, Brandon McManus, has scored over half of the Broncos' points this year, scoring 47 of their 91 points. Is that normal? And then like reminding people that uh, he he was I was such a criminal for having my opinion that Matt Stafford was the best quarterback he's played with. And you have Luke Wilson on, on Canadian television, which obviously you're familiar with, Ty. Uh, mm-hmm. And that he's great on Russ there. Is by the limited. Way. yeah 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 no and it's Um, true it is like it's not it's not catty or petty to like if you're an analyst like breaking news here if you're an analyst you call it as you see it and russ is like it's bad right now it's really bad um like i said obviously he's this is his uh his nadir although you know that is your lowest moment as if we get out the older thesaurus dictionary Read the definition. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. this is his lowest moment, or is it? Because, you know, as we said, if we don't shut him down, I don't actually see how it gets any better. And uh, But anyway, you know, he is better than this. But right now, it's uh, hard to see the... the He's going to go up score. against some good defenses as well here in the, in the coming weeks, so... Yeah, I just and I don't he's know. getting He's, like, taking absolute pelters from all angles. Like, his dude... Uh, Colin Coward is out there. Well, I don't think Colin, like little uh, inside the industry, I don't think Colin personally is doing this, but I think someone is like out there. Certain content has disappeared from his YouTube channel or has been edited um, and titles have been changed uh, because, you know, he was pretty big on on Russ and the Broncos and he was pretty low on on the Seahawks. And uh, that's, uh, that's become an interesting situation. It almost feels, and I know like we're only six weeks through the season, but it almost feels at this point, just considering the way that things are going, that it's like all but a guarantee at this point that the highest pick the Seahawks make next April is going to be the Broncos pick. 